0: Tourism Australia is going to lure back Chinese tourists. I was talking to a cab driver recently. I said, have the Chinese come back? He said, no. Mm -hmm. After years of hostility between the two governments and COVID-19 pummeled the $12 billion sector. uh, Daniel Gishwind, Professor of Practice, Griffith Institute for Tourism. Professor, good morning to you.
1: Um, Good morning, Ross. So I guess we want them back, do we? Oh, absolutely. Look, they were an em- enormously important part of our market, uh, particularly those businesses, of course, focused on international tourists uh, right across the country from the Great Barrier Reef to Tasmania, They're important contributor to the economy of tourism in this state. And also, might I say, international students, they also provided in great numbers to universities right across the country, and we want them back as well.
0: So, Danny, what does the average Chinese tourist bring into the country,
1: money-wise? Uh, look, I mean... Well, they're the highest, biggest spenders before COVID. They were the biggest spenders in our country per person. They were certainly uh, loaded up with cash to uh, to enjoy our attractions here. They look for the special things that Australia offers, and that's what I understand this campaign is aimed at, You know, highlighting, I guess, the uniqueness of Australia, but then also to get them uh, to to uh, enjoy the cities and uh, all the other attractions that we have. And they, we do appeal to them. They are absolutely interested in our product. They are interested in, uh, in exp- experience. Experiencing what we have to offer and we know that the Chinese market has been and will be again very sophisticated. It's not some uh, uh, homogeneous mass tourist kind of image that we might have had 20 years ago. Yeah, yeah. There are young people coming, there are parents visiting, there are, there are children who study here, there are single travellers, they're very uh, uh, attractive
0: Is it not good news for Melbourne in particular Um, because Melbourne has a lot to offer them um, that they enjoy, that they, for example, don't have much interest in reclining on a towel on a beach in the Gold Coast, that Melbourne has shopping, Melbourne has food, food. Melbourne has a casino...
1: Well, Ross. Luckily, there are so many uh, Chinese visitors who potentially come here. There is enough to go around, so we can we can share them around the country, and uh, we can we can make sure that they enjoy all of what Australia has to offer.
0: So, Daniel, presumably, <laughs> presumably part of what um, is going on in China now is um, getting Chinese airlines to come back to Australia. But what comes first? Is it the capacity of the airline, or is it the demand from the passenger from the tourists? Yeah.
1: Look, it's a, it's a chicken and egg situation, clearly. I mean, the airlines are very uh, savvy, have to be very savvy to make the, the flights pay. And so we need the demand building up to for them to be confident to put the routes back on. We see this happening now out of China, other markets as well. The airlines are coming back they like other airlines are constrained also by the availability of sufficient staff and aircraft for that matter it's not that easy to reactivate a global fleet uh, within months it takes it takes quite a while as we found out in australia too so that's certainly an important aspect to get these to get the demand at a level where airlines are confident to put the routes back but also can i say the other aspect is of course the regulatory overlay uh, in terms of covid testing for instance we still require uh, Chinese visitors' arrivals to do a test before they arrive in Australia, 48 hours before they leave China. We are falling behind a little bit. Other countries have ditched that test. I believe New Zealand has now uh, done away with that uh, requirement, which makes them immediately more attractive to Chinese visitors. The the Chinese government has already put uh, New Zealand on a list of preferred destinations because the testing is not required. So we have to make sure we move along and make sure that that hurdle is also removed.
0: Good on you, Professor. Daniel Gishwin, the professor of practice at Griffith Institute of Tourism.